to a pick and roll to Thompson with a lay and counted and a foul. What do you know? Pick and roll, and it works for two. And Anna Carrico across the timeline. And a head full of steam to the rack with a right hand layup, and it's good. On a fourth down and three. Out of the pistol. He's going to throw it. Drops back. Back to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Eastern Michigan! Winter storm, Jaden, certainly couldn't delay us from giving you your news and the insights around Eastern Michigan athletics. Maybe delayed one day, but we're still delivering the goods, as always, here on the Eastern Michigan campus. I'm Greg Center. No Kyler Ludlow in today's show, but you will hear from him. He's on location up in Mount Pleasant. He'll speak with the men's basketball senior class as they get ready to take on the Chippewas of Central Michigan tonight at 7 o'clock inside McGurk Arena. No delay there. The Eagles were already on the bus headed north yesterday at an early hour before word came that the Eastern Michigan campus was closed due to snow. So they were on location despite some other games around the Mid-American Conference being changed due to the extreme weather conditions. Kent State, Western Michigan's delayed uh Past the normal, usual tip tonight, as well as Northern Illinois not being able to get their games underway. But no problems for EMU athletics, as the men will still go tonight. No change on the plans for gymnastics either. Thursday night, still 6 o'clock, free admission at the Convocation Center, as Bowling Green will be the EMU gymnastics team's opponent. You can catch that at 6 p.m. or on ESPN3. The only change that will happen is the coaches show which was scheduled to happen Thursday at noon, has been rescheduled. It's been pushed back to Thursday, February 14th at noon. Still at the Ipsy Ale House in downtown Ypsilanti at 124 Pearl Street. You can go online, get your RSVP in at emueagles.com slash luncheon. That's it once again. The coach's luncheon has been moved to Thursday, February 14th at noon. Still a big week around Eastern Michigan Athletics. Track back in action after hosting the Cam-Am at home this last weekend. A successful invitation for them inside Bowen Fieldhouse. They'll be in action in South Bend where they'll take on the field at the Mayo Invitational in South Bend. Meanwhile, the women's swimming and diving team, they will close out their home portion of the schedule on Friday against Albion, a 6.30 start from Jones Natatorium. Meanwhile, then on Saturday, it'll be the men's basketball team hosting Miami at noon and women's basketball taking on Northern Illinois at 2.30. You'll want to stay around and watch halftime performances for both games as the Olante Dogs will be in attendance. They were part of the festivities on America's Got Talent. You'll want to see them, a group of rescue pups that perform and do a bunch of tricks that certainly the fans and all will enjoy so a really good week of things happening for eastern michigan athletics and hopefully you can be a part of it too it was a weekend that saw the men's basketball team win on the road at western michigan it was a women's basketball team that came up just short against central michigan the defending mac tournament champions in that battle but the Eagles have the midweek off. We talked to Fred Castro in this broadcast. I sat down, had a long chat with him about the, the game that's, that he played last week, a win over Bowling Green, and then the CMU affair and having an off week this week, and really a good story. As Jabria Knight added to their roster, the manager now turned team member, 
hear a good portion of that interview later in this podcast. And we also, as we heard, Kyler Ludlow sat down with the former members of the EMU men's basketball senior class to get their thoughts and see how their season's going as they approach senior day that'll be here in just a little over a month. And then the always fan favorite Peanuts Gallery. This time she sat down with Emily Smith of the women's track and field slash cross country team. And Emily comes to us from across the pond. She went is from Somerset, England. So the distance runner will tell us how she got here when she sits down with Peanut to tell us so much more. So a good broadcast in store. We hope you stay warm and uh, throw a log on the fireplace for us as you settle down. Enjoy this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, Delayed Edition. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. A bye week for Eastern Michigan on the basketball side of things, but the work never slows down for EMU head coach Fred Castro. Always at work getting ready for Saturday's matchup against Northern Illinois, but a good opportunity for you to take some stock of where your team's at right now, let them relax a little bit with all the cold, and get a little on the practice floor as well. No question. Uh, Got two days off in a row, which is probably good for our legs and maybe even more so for our our minds uh, got back after it today, had a really good practice, uh, watched some film on Central Michigan, uh, how we can improve, what we did well, and a uh, good, good week for us to reset, re, re-energize, and put a good game plan in for Northern Illinois. One and one week. We'll start with the good of the week. Uh, victory over Bowling Green, eighty-one seventy-four to kick things off. It was a tremendous three-point barrage that your team put up. Twelve three-pointers in a game that uh, everything seemed to be clicking from the outside against the Falcons, but still a competitive game against a, a rebuilding Falcon ball club, similar to the spot you guys are in, but maybe just a little ahead. You are because you've got a year jump. Sure, no, and I think uh, that game really was peaks and valleys for us, and uh, at times we, we looked really good. Um, I, I didn't think we guarded defensively uh, like I think we're capable of, um, and, and again, it comes back down to our consistency, but at the end of the day, we had to get stops. We got the stops. Uh, we converted. Uh, I thought Autumn and KJ played an exceptional game on um, both of their parts, mm-hmm. And uh, you look at Bowling Green, a, a team that might be 0-6, 0-7 now, but they're going to get more than one uh, down the line. And, and they're, they're the dangerous team. I think Saturday they lost to Ohio by three. So it, it just shows you how thin a margin they, all these games are. And so we came out with a good uh, home win against Bowling Green. We talked about it on the pregame show on Saturday as we got ready for CMU. But you put two posts, Autumn Hudson and then Kira Johnson really have pushed each other on the, the floor this year. In that game, they both had moments of brilliance, but what has been the biggest difference in changing their the post play from a year ago? Well, I think it's a number of things. I think this offseason, the work they put in to get their bodies ready to play significant minutes, I think the tutelage that Adam, Coach Call, has given them um, and the reps that they've received – has been critical, and then I think the combination of the two 
has resulted in their confidence. And in basketball, confidence is maybe 75 to 85% of the, the ball game. And they feel comfortable now catching it on the block and going to work, uh, feel comfortable that they're going to play significant minutes. And, and the combination of all those factors, I think, has shown in their development. Uh, the beautiful thing about it is that uh, they're getting better every single game. They're, they're not, they haven't plateaued, knock on wood. I expect them to keep getting better. And because of their size and strength, uh, they're a really tough matchup for opponents. Somebody that always seems to have a, a bit of swagger to her, that's Jenna Anacarico. It, she had 18 points in the first half. Nothing seems to face her. She just kind of goes about her workmanlike business finishes with 26. I know her biggest regret was fouling out of that game when she had a chance for uh, even more points down the stretch. But uh, her ability to, one, finally get the scoring shoes on, but just her leadership in general with this ball club. Yeah, no, it's, it, she stepped up huge in, in the first half of the Bowling Green game and, and more so than anything took the shots that we've been asking her to take, uh, whether the defense is going under on ball screens or staying attached. Uh, she made the right read over and over again. She is more than a capable shooter. She has a really nice stroke. She has a very high basketball IQ. So it's just a matter of like the post and the freshmen um, getting more experience, more reps, and being confident. I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, these guys are talented players. They play hard. Uh, it's just a matter of them getting more reps and more consistency and doing it on a daily basis. Against CMU on Saturday, a team that went to the Sweet 16, you were down just a, a point or two midway through that quarter, number one, but then all of a sudden the offense goes silent. What was your takeaway from Saturday's contest against a, a really stiff competition in CMU? Yeah, I, you know, I think, first of all, CMU is CMU at their place. is tough. I think we battled throughout the game. It was a thing where... We were playing exactly the way we wanted to play, and for whatever reason, uh, we got away from our game plan, uh, especially on the offensive end. I thought we did some good things defensively. They're a very explosive team. We held them to 71 points, uh, did a good job on Hudson. I didn't, I didn't like the job we did on, on Frost, and those are things that we'll learn from. But, you know, as you watch the film and you watch it with the team, certain things really stand out that we can easily correct and fix. Um, and, and that's a game where you're going to have to play both on well on both ends of the ball. Um, I thought 71 was enough to win that game. I, I thought our offense let us down and our inability to rebound uh, was huge. You, you can't lose that rebounding the battle the way we did on the road and expect to win. So a lot of things that we know we can improve on and really get better moving forward. Not quite the same style of team you're going to see this weekend with NIU, but they're a team much like Central that wants to, to play an offensive brand of basketball. Uh, they will give up defensive possessions because they want to score, but how do you maybe take examples from Saturday's game and now say, hey, if Central does this, maybe there's a correlation to NIU as well? Yeah, I think defensive transition against NIU and Central Michigan are always key things. Uh, limiting second chance opportunities and I think the pace of the game is something that they want to force because they feel they'll be more comfortable in that pace than we will 
So our ability to pick and choose when we want to run and when we want to walk it up will be critical. We we don't want to walk it up every time, but we also don't want to run every time. So finding the fine balance, making sure that we involve our bigs, uh, making sure that we make them a factor in this game will be important. And, and those are things that we will need to be good at, not just against NIU, but the rest of this season, having the right balance with that style of play. As you near the midpoint of the Mid-American Conference season, uh, March will be here before you know it. Now is when you start looking at at getting in a place in, in seeding scenarios, and you look at how the schedule shapes up more times at home, and you've gotten some of the upper echelon teams and the preseason picks out of out of the way. How does this help your team heading into February to to know that one they're home more, but have quote unquote some some more light competition? Yeah, I think the danger is. Assuming you have some light competition, the MAC is a MAC, so there is no light competition. I, I do like the fact that we're playing at home because we've been so good at home. We've done a great job of protecting home court, and that's something that we'll need to continue to do uh, in order to give ourselves every advantage as the conference race continues. That being said, we need to be better on the road. We need to steal a few games on the road, quote-unquote, steal. And um, if we can do that, I think there's a lot of basketball left ahead of us. And as you look at the standings, nobody has run away with anything yet, especially in our on our side of the division. So there's a lot of things to play for. Uh, but right now, it's, I know it's very cliche-ish, but this one game at a time thing is very real, uh, especially for us right now in NIU is our sole focus as coach Creighton would say one and oh each game <laughs> that, that he's he's saying it for a reason <laughs> before we get you out of here uh last time since we talked you've added a newest member to your ball club but somebody not unfamiliar with your your team as well Jabria Knight the former walk of uh, the former manager for your team uh you've awarded her a spot on the actual roster she got into the game against Ohio but it's good to reward good people, and I know she appreciates what you've done for her. Well, one thing is what she's, I've, we've done for her, and another thing is what she's done for us, and I think uh, she's definitely done more. And, and, and this was more of something that she, she has earned. Uh, Jabria works incredibly hard. Um, she, she comes to work with a smile every day. And I think part of it is, look, I've been in her shoes. I've done the work that she does. And it's not always easy. It's very easily overlooked. And just the way that she goes about it, uh, there's a real appreciation. And Trey, our other manager, does a really good job. The difference is Trey is a guy. And <laughs> and and I, I don't want to discredit him in any way. But uh, this was an opportunity for, for to number one, uh, show our appreciation. Number two, just help us. Uh, if we don't have her in Ohio, I'm not sure what we do, you know. And um, and she she in practice she's been solid. She's just obviously behind for obvious reasons, but uh, she's got a great spirit. Uh, she's a team first young lady, and you know there's a lot to be said for team chemistry. And all she does is add to our team chemistry. So we're happy we could help her on one side of the deal, but. Uh, more so than anything, she's helping us a great deal by stepping down as manager 
and being a, a player on our roster. When you went in to tell her that she was no longer going to be a manager, what was going through your head? You know, uh, what was going on through my head is we're really fortunate that we can lean on someone like Jabria and do this because I wouldn't make the decision to do so if she wasn't the person that she is. And again, I can't overemphasize how she comes to work every day. She has a smile on her face. Uh, she's always early, always leaves late, uh, is is a what-can-I-do-now type person. And uh, it, it's just exciting to be able to provide that opportunity because obviously, it, you know, when you can get your, your education paid for, that's no small thing. I, I I keep telling people I'm I'm almost 40 and I'm still paying off student <laughs> loans. So anytime that you can uh, help a, a young uh, student athlete with that and know that it's helping them uh, from a financial standpoint, it's helping them from an academic standpoint, uh, and it's somebody that's so deserving of it, uh, it's, it's truly one of the, the great perks of the job. It's a feel-good story, and we hope everybody comes out and sees her, not that – We'd want to see her on the floor on Saturday, but it'd be a good moment if she can certainly get in. Listen, she's a tough kid, and she goes out there. She's going to defend. She's going to give us all she's got. Uh, she's got a nice little stroke. the The thing is not her skill set. It's you know she's trying to catch up, get in. There's a big difference catching up and being in basketball, especially conference shape versus manager shape. Yeah. So we want to make sure we don't put her out there in a in a position where she can't be successful. But she's practiced really hard. She's done all the running drills our players have done. Um, so we we expect her to be very good for us on a, if we put her out there. Appreciate your time. As always, the Huskies, your next opponent. We look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thank you. I appreciate it. There he is, head coach Fred Castro. More on the Eastern Insider Podcast as we roll on after this. Do you want to eat something better than ramen? Come to Candy Cane Wireless, your local Boost Mobile dealer, and get all the data and hotspot you need to feed your brain while having money left over to eat more than noodles. Boost Mobile by Candy Cane Wireless, located at 3033 Packard Street in Ann Arbor. Welcome inside the Eastern Insider Podcast, a special edition of a player segment, not one, not two, three, but four men's basketball seniors are with us today. Guys, why don't you... Uh, Tell us who you are and where you're from. Isaiah Green from Southfield, Michigan. James Thompson, New Orleans. Paul Jackson, Atlanta, Georgia. Elijah Mini, Pittsburgh. We got three guys from farther away. We got Isaiah, who's from close by. You guys uh, been here two years, three years. James been here four years, man. How, how have you uh, how have you seen things change here uh, with the basketball team in your time? Uh, well, my first year, it was kind of you know, everybody for themselves. It's like, yeah, a lot of people lead. Nobody really wanted to practice, per se. Like, the culture changed a lot from my first year to now. Now you see everybody more together, playing for each other. So it's definitely a, a way bigger difference from my freshman year to my senior year. Well, we got a thousand point score, a thousand rebounder, James Thompson. We got two guys. I don't know if you guys are aware. You're getting pretty close to knocking on a thousand points just in your time here at Eastern Michigan with Paul Jackson and Elijah Minney. Uh, when you guys set out starting last year, was those part of your goals when uh, when you're you know putting on the green and white for the first time? I mean, it wasn't really a goal per se. Um, 
to score a thousand points, but I mean, you know, accolades come with just playing. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm really thankful and grateful um, once that time does come. Um, but I mean, it wasn't like I came here and planned to do that. Um, but you know, like I said, um, once it happens or if it happens, I'll be grateful. I'll be thankful. Uh, being part of history, no matter where you at, whatever program you in, you know, leaving your mark, something that's gonna last for longer than you being here or longer than you live is always a blessing. So. It's just, I'm just happy to have the opportunity to be able to play and be able to even get close to that mark. Uh, you guys have been known to have some spirited conversations amongst one another uh, throughout the course of our time together, at least. Debates, if you will. We don't need to necessarily get into some of those things, like the world being flat or not. Um, but one that actually interrupted Mac Media Day at Eastern was whether James Thompson could get a Tiger Cub and tame that. Um, I, I just want, James, I want you to put it out there because, that, you know, they say speak it into existence. You, I, I just want to hear you uh, to, make sure, to make sure you still, you know, have that chance when the time comes to get your own, get your own Tiger Cub. Uh, yes, I believe that. <laughs> You're able to get a, if you, I say if you get an animal when it's a baby, a cub, I guarantee it's, it's always that possibility that the baby, when they grow up to be an adult, it could turn on you. There's always that possibility. But if you get a tiger, a gorilla, anything while it's a baby, nurse it, I feel like it'll love you forever. Tell them why it's wrong. I really hate getting into this conversation, you know, but uh, it is impossible to domesticate a tiger or a gorilla. I don't see why he would think that's possible, but I mean, if he wants to put his life on the line, you know, then we'll know him for a short time and then we'll remember him in his ignorance. You know? Now, James is also known as, uh, as a gamer. He's the one that brings the, the gaming system on the road. You guys, you guys play too? Um, no, I don't really play much, no. Nah, Paul nah. played. Paul played a game a lot. <laughs> Paul plays. Yeah, Paul plays. Yeah. I let him lie. James has a portable gaming system yeah, with James a TV. Yeah, yeah, not, like, not, not on the hotel TV. <coughs> he has a case with a TV and a game. At home, James has like three TVs and Paul asked me no, that. Nobody Paul comes that. close to him. Paul asked me that I bring another controller so you can play the game. <laughs> now, uh, Isaiah, you're the one that gets to sit back and listen to this stuff all the time. What do you think? You guys are entertaining, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's it's fun. It's fun being around these guys, man. Um, I, I didn't have these type of teammates where I, I came from at LCC. Uh, guys that are really leaders uh, together. Uh, even get together and play the game <laughs> and, and have the base like this all in the locker room and stuff. These guys, uh, I love these guys. The brothers I never had. Well, now you guys are getting down, uh, you know, a third of the way through the max season now. Um, you guys went on a huge run last year, right about this time, seven straight games uh, after starting two and five, three and four right now. What are you guys uh, thinking going going forward with just knowing that, you know, the West is wide open? What are some of the goals? Um, we're just really trying to go out there and play our best every game. We know what we're capable of, you know. We just... Had a little struggle last year at the beginning and ended up turning it around. So we definitely feel like we have the potential to do that. But we really focus on just taking one at a time, getting one win and getting another win, putting together multiple wins. That's the only focus. Well, you guys have been able to play at some pretty cool places over your time here. Uh, Duke and Kansas this year, Syracuse before. 
Uh, what are some of your favorites? I like I like playing Toledo. You know what I mean? So, so uh, it's obviously a nice venue, one of the best venues in the MAC, in my opinion. But I just like the the way the arena is set up. I like the court, you know, and we we won there, so <laughs> that always matters. I was gonna say you had the last second yeah. basket there last year. That that makes sense. What about you, Elijah? Um, I'm gonna go back to last year. Uh, I mean, I like camera. Um, you know, the crazies. Um, it's always wild <laughs> in there. Um, but I, I, I really like Indiana. Um, something about that gym when I first walked in, it was like, like it, like it felt like really good when I walked in there mm-hmm. and I was shooting around. I was like, geez, I really like this this, <laughs> this gym. Um, and the same thing with Ball State. Um, I love Ball State's gym. Um, I feel like I played there like my whole life. I go in there and just start shooting. Um, and I think uh, Toledo as well. Um, you know, like you said, we won there, so that's always a good thing. Um, I really like their gym as well. But at least 320-plus performances uh, with between Ball State and Indiana might have even been 20 points in the first half. I know Indiana was, but uh, what about you, James? You've uh, you've been able to go to a couple couple more places than these guys. Personally, I don't like none of them. It's a great experience, though. No fans. We were on a lot of fans. We were on different environments, so it's really nice. But as far as the playing in them, I don't really like none of them. <laughs> What about you, Isaiah? Um, the Carrier Dome in uh, Syracuse, that was pretty historical. And also Cameron Indoor, uh, watching Duke and Syracuse play growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very, um, it meant a lot to me going in there and actually playing against those guys, having a chance to compete, uh, it meant a lot. Now, when uh, when it's all said and done, this will be the last Last question, but when it's all said and done, what do you want your guys' legacy to be here at Eastern Michigan? Obviously, we talked about some of the numerical records are going to be there for James and being thousand point scores or you know within shooting distance for you, Paul and, and Elijah. But uh, what are you know when you think of legacy of what your time here at Eastern has been? What do you want it to be? Well, I mean, for me, for what I want for the team and for the university and the. The whole organization. I just I want to win a uh, MAC championship. Um, you know we haven't done that in Murph's era. Um, you know I really. I mean I, I want to win the West too. But you know if we don't win the West, uh, I definitely want to win the MAC. Uh, go to the tournament. Um, you know I think that is such a great accomplishment. Um, and then just being in that tournament, all everybody who's who's in that, all the history behind it, um, and just so much fun. Um, I used to tell Tim last year, you know, I was so upset we didn't get to go. Um, so that's all I talked about. Um, you know, I felt like we, we could have did it last year. And uh, I just kept talking about how my freshman year when we went with Robert Morris and how much fun it was. And we played the playing game in Dayton and we won that. And then um, we went to Charlotte when we played Duke. And it was so fun. Like we had police escorts in the hotel. Um, you had things laid out on the bed um, for you. And it, it was just so much fun. It was a great experience to just be a part of. And then, you know, I want that for these guys, you know. I just want to hang two banners, you know, win outright West Championship and win the MAC Championship. Everything else will fall in place and happen on its own. You do that. I want to win, of course, like these two guys. But me personally, I want to be the best rebounder to come through Eastern. And I want my jersey retired at Eastern. Also, like these guys, I want to win the MAC championship. It would be lovely to have a ring. It's been a goal since I've been here in these two years. As far as legacy, change the culture. 
just be be working all the time. Be one of those guys that say, hey, he works hard. And, you know, give give kids a, a story, a sign of hope that they can make it wherever they're from. Well, guys, thanks a bunch uh, spending some of your post-breakfast time with me. Uh, good luck tonight and good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. With the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan mobile app, you can manage your health care coverage anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Download it now from the Apple Store or Google Play. Hi guys, I'm Nicole Remedios and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery and today I'm joined with... Emily Smith. And what team are you on? I'm on cross country and track and field. And we can hear a little bit of accent. Where are you from? I'm from England. Where in England? <laughs> from uh, a place called Raxall, which is a hamlet. Uh, the nearest big city is probably Bristol. So it's in the southwest of England. So just Google it and look it yeah. up. <laughs> um, what year are you? Or why'd you... I heard we were talking before you're a graduate, you said? Yeah, so I'm a graduate student and I did my undergrad in England at Loughborough University okay, nice. and got the opportunity to come out here, do a master's. Um, so I'm doing a master's in business administration. Oh, wow. Did you run track and cross country out in England, I'm assuming? Yeah, I've been a, I've been a runner for a long time. I think I joined my home club when I was eight years old. Why running? I know running's not the first thing people love to do. What, what drew you to it? I think the first I did, we did cross country at school and um, I just kind of really enjoyed it and was quite good at it. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to continue doing it. And then um, my parents were really supportive, took yeah. me to the club, said you might want to try it out. I did everything when I was younger. I did a bit of hurdles, um, shot put, high jump, all of that. Um, and yeah. then just kind of more and more progress just towards the running side just because that's what I enjoyed the most. Nice. Um, what like drew you to Eastern? It's a little little far from England I would say. <laughs> what made you come to Eastern? Yeah with this weather I'm questioning my decision. <laughs> um, no I think I basically got in, contacted by quite a few coaches over here um, and all over the country and oh, well, we got superstar. <laughs> well and no, no just like something that in, in England that's a lot of coaches look yeah. out in America they look to the um, English athletes I think maybe for that older yeah. uh, for, to graduate and stuff so um, it's something that I've always wanted to do that's awesome. and then um, I came I was altitude training in Colorado in oh, April wow. and I um, visited four or five of the different unis that I was kind of interested in um, and know that Eastern had a really strong program so I was yeah. a bit one surprised that they were interested um, yeah. in me and I just thought you know this is such a good opportunity yeah. um, came and visited it was April and so it was a little snowing. warmer. Oh, it was warm. Well, it was snowing. snowing. That was the thing. Well, I'm not surprised. It's Michigan. <laughs> I'd come from. I'd been in Texas where it was 25 degrees Celsius. Um, came here, it was minus two Celsius. Oh, can't convert it right now. Um, but you're kind of looking 85 to 30. Yeah. Um, I'm Canadian, so Celsius. I you gotcha. work with it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, and then it came, and it was kind of really confused as to why I enjoyed it so much but yeah. I think it's definitely been so far been the best decision I've made oh we're glad eastern yeah it's kind of like a homey not too big not too small you get to know everyone really exactly quickly and nice they're all nice here I would say I think so. everyone I've met is really friendly <laughs> yeah I heard you're living or you live beside some of my soccer girls yes are they too loud do I need to tell them to like quiet down they, they are quite loud but you know we love it <laughs> <laughs> we've got the basketball boys upstairs so anybody's oh, quieter than them that's true so I guess it works yeah no, um good. being around Ipsy what do you like to do here like have you found any places you go to I really like it around here. I think it's the per for me. It's the perfect size because you've got yeah. Ann Arbor just down 
I mean, I did have to buy a car because you actually can't get around America without a car. Um, but I really like Ann Arbor. I think there's really nice restaurants in Ann Arbor. Yeah. And there's really nice running routes everywhere. That's um, true. So that's one good thing about running is you really get to explore the area. No, yeah. Um, so I don't know about Ipsy. I suppose it reminds me a little bit of like Loughborough where I was at home. It's kind oh, of that's nice. It has a homey feeling. Homey feeling. Campus is kind of maybe one yeah. of the bigger things around. That's awesome. Um, but no, it's a nice place. Well, props to you, and good luck this season for running. I know running kind of stresses me out, even though I play soccer. Don't know why. <laughs> so whenever I see you guys running in this freezing cold weather with, like you said, you had frostbite on your nose Got the other chill, day. Got a on my nose, yep. <laughs> props to you guys, and good luck this season. And thanks for joining me. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm Nicole Remedios, and this was Peanuts Gallery. Thank you for listening to the Eastern Insider Podcast. You can find the Eastern Insider on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, amueagles.com. Please leave us a rating and let us know how we're doing. Until next week, go Eagles. Go Eagles.